Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hi queens. Happy Monday. Happy fresh start to a new week. Happy I summer. I cannot believe like June. Mm-hmm. The end of June is here. Like what? It's officially summer. Where's time going? Literally. It is officially summer. And San Diego has agreed because the weather has been beautiful. Like it's been yes. sunny, 75, just so beautiful finally. So I feel like sunsets have been stunning. Ugh. Oh my gosh. It's been amazing. So amazing. So truly a so. happy week and a very yes. happy um, podcast episode because we have an exciting guest. So excited. Um, yeah, I feel like we're just going to share her story and just truly how you can start from pretty much nothing and truly build the life that you dream mm-hmm. of and build yourself to what you want to be and I feel like Jordan, who is our guest, she's a bridal hairstylist slash influencer has just an amazing story and she kind of shares like where she started how'd Mm. she get to where she is and just like really creating the life that you want and how that's possible so I feel like we can just jump into the episode and Mm -hmm. it's so good and I feel like it was so inspiring so we're really excited to share this with you guys so we hope you enjoy welcome back we're so excited for this week we have an amazing guest with us today her name is jordan and she's a bridal hairstylist slash influencer so we're so excited to have you jordan hi thank you for having me i'm so excited to be here I feel like I just love your story so much, so I'm so excited for our audience to get to know you more and kind of hear about, I guess, because obviously you're a bridal hairstylist, but just like a hairstylist slash influencer, you see it both sides and you do all the things, so I feel like you have some really good tips to share that our audience will really benefit from, so excited to hear all that, but Every week, we start off with our influences of the week, and we just love to hear what other people say, too, because I feel like we kind of say the same things all the time, so we love (laughs) having, like, another person to share, but Danielle, do you want to share your influence of the week? What's influencing you? Yes. Okay. I honestly can't remember if I've said this before, but (laughs) right now, I feel like all the outfits I've been wearing, I've been wanting to just put, like because it's summer I'm just like putting seashell necklaces on seashell belly chains I have just like pretty much layered accessories with really simple outfits are my favorite right now I touched I think in the past episode that free people has like the best accessories right now also that one Instagram brand I have talked about I think it's called Cavilu or like Cavilu I don't know but they I just got a rosette belly chain and that is like the staple piece for me in coordinating like all my summer outfits right now. So I love layering like two belly chains together, two like chunky necklaces and then a simple outfit. That's my favorite thing right now. So I feel like that is my influence. What about you? Okay, mine is... I feel like this might be a viral product right now, but I'm not sure. I'm so obsessed with the YSL Candy Lip Glaze. At first, I saw... It smells so good, too. It smells so good, and I thought it was going to be a little too sticky. Like, it looks like it's Mm going to be sticky, but I feel like when you wear it, it's 
not. And I feel like it could be cute over like a lip color or just Mm -hmm. on your lips, like just use lip liner and then use the candy lip glaze by itself. It also so, like my looks like a way. lipstick and it's so glossy. It's deceiving. Yeah, like I'm like shook. so glossy. I love it. And I feel like I used to be more of like a matte girly, but now mm-hmm. I'm kind of in a glossy era and I feel like it's so perfect and yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel it's like very it's very summer. Yeah. Okay. And then Jordan, what's currently influencing you? It could literally be anything you want. Honestly, I couldn't think of just one thing because I just got out of the hospital (laughs) yesterday. So this is like my first day that I've had time to feel human again. So the entire getting ready process, like romanticizing every part of it from hair to makeup to just having my coffee with me. I feel like I've loved and appreciated like every one of my products, like my summer Fridays. I think it's the same like candy scent. But it has like it's called pink sugar, and it's like oh, literally like a good candy. So the pink sugar Ooh. summer Fridays is like my icing on the cake when I get ready, and then air texture spray and my claw clip. Just having all of those, and like that. they're so simple, but just getting ready and feeling girly, and it just feels good. Yeah, I feel like whenever I'm in like a funk or just weird, getting ready, even if I have nothing to do or I'm not even leaving the house, literally mm-hmm. just changes your whole vibe and just how you feel and like I don't know for me I feel like it makes me feel more productive so yes I I just feel way more awake and energized and like myself so it feels good yeah it's so good well thank god you're okay and like out of the hospital by the way Thank I feel you. like that sounds Me too. Like really crazy you're like yeah I just got out of the hospital last night but it sounds so crazy and it's like honestly like just putting on makeup I'm like it is insane how like bad I felt and just like putting makeup on and how brand new I feel again yeah even though I'm still healing I'm grateful to be home and better but it just feels good to be back and back to life yeah we're really happy you are yeah thank you thank you, thank you for, for having me this yeah, is thank so you for exciting joining to just us. have this be my first thing back this is yeah. fun this is so exciting yay Love. okay well I feel like we can kind of just start to jump in in and basically if you just want to introduce yourself kind of share your story maybe how you got into being a hairstylist um just I guess your journey because we always talk about how being self-employed or entrepreneurs or influencers like everyone's journey is so different like there's not Mm -hmm. one path to follow to get you to success so yeah we would just love to hear your story and all all that fun stuff Sounds good. Um, I've been a hairstylist for nine years now, which is crazy because I don't even feel old enough to say that I have been. Wow. But I started really, really young. So Everyone you like knew. Like, you knew this was like no. Oh. So people ask me that all the time, and they assume. And honestly, I just did it because in high school it was like our freshman year and you know how they like really get you thinking about what you want to do with your life Mm -hmm. I hated school I did not want to do anything and I was like wait we have to like keep adulting and like do stuff after so I had no idea what I wanted to do and then they made us do this college fair and we had to pick three things and I just walked around and I was like they're all normal colleges like so after school we have to keep going to school like I don't want to go sit and listen to people talk I like don't care about all of that. I'm like not a science, history, math, none of that interested me. So when I saw the beauty school booth, I was like, ooh, maybe, but like, 
I have to write something down. So let me at least write that. And we had to like actually bring the pamphlet back to class with us to show proof that we had interest in something. So I was like, this is ridiculous. But the beauty one was like kind of fun and girly. Um, and I was not a girly girl growing up. I was such a tomboy, rode quads, like loved the dirt and being in the woods, like grew up in the middle of nowhere. So Wait, you grow this up? was like a small town in Washington state. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's called Tenino. There, my graduating class was like 60. Um, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So that was my one interest. And then after I started thinking about it, I started to get really excited. And I came home and I told my mom, I was like, mom, I think this is what I want to do because we came from a really, really poor family, like sometimes didn't have power and sometimes didn't have food. Like food banks were how we got our food. And like, we were never had like a big Christmas. Like everything was always donated. So like money was hard. So I was like, well, realistically, I can't do college. So I might as well be really realistic with what I can do. And if I did this, the program was amazing. And I wish this was just a thing across all of America. Trade schools should be really accessible because at the end of the day, like trades are what make the world go round. So I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but it was $200 for me to go to school. And if it weren't for this wow. program, I would have never been able to go to school because like Paul Mitchell's like 20K. And it's oh. the same exact thing. Oh You're all learning gosh. the same thing. You're reading the same exact book. It's just teaching you how to take your state board to pass the government's like regulations. So I paid $200. It included everything I needed. Don't get me wrong. The school was pretty ghetto and it shut down the year after I graduated just because it was so sketchy. But I, I passed and I, I mean, I, it took me three times to pass my state boards, but I got my license for under $200 and I was working at a hair salon while I was a senior in high school, thanks to that program. And like my peers were still in high school, hadn't even started their college. So I just started there and I started out at Great Clips just doing cuts. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I, and it was, you learn the hard way. It's a stepping stone job. It was not easy. I cried on my first day because I accidentally shaved a guy's head off when he wanted to keep his hair long. I'm but <laughs> you live and you learn. And then from there, I went to a full service salon. And I did not last very long there because I just kept getting color correction after color correction. And I got bored because you're with these clients for like eight plus hours and you can't achieve their goal in one sitting. So I was like, okay, well, this sucks. I just went to school and like, I'm not loving this. But then I had friends that wanted their hair done for prom and like the girls younger than me since I was a senior at this point, they needed their hair done. So I just became like the neighborhood town, small town stylist and would literally just bounce around doing everyone's hair. Um, And then I didn't even know the wedding industry was a thing because weddings where I grew up are potluck backyard weddings. So coming to California is where I learned about the wedding industry. And here I am. Honestly, that's (laughs) so interesting, like hearing someone's story that grew up outside of California, because I think we're so used to, well, I mean, Arizona's not far off. No, me and Jordan were talking about this in the hospital too, and Danielle, we've talked about this, how like California is a bubble of its own, and you like live in this 
glamorized bubble it's a luxury a luxury glamorized bubble and outside of it like people live such different lives and you kind of forget it because Mm -hmm. we're just surrounded by it all the time and it becomes our norm you know obviously not a bad or good thing but that's just kind of how it is and then when you go back to those places like when I go back home to Arizona and I'm sure Jordan when you go back home you're just like it's kind of a reality check and you're like oh Mm -hmm. yeah like it's not like shocking Not at all. Every time I go home now, people treat me so differently and like they get even more excited when I do their hair, but yeah, it is just so different because things are so simple over there. Yes. Like they really don't, they don't want much. They just need their backyard and their people and here. It's just so like, glitz and glam. And I got so excited when I came here and, and learned the industry because I'm just fascinated and it's forever growing and trends are evolving. Right. But in those small towns, they don't know what the trends are. So they're very behind on all of that. So I love being here and being like in the fast pace of Mm -hmm. the industry and just being the first to know what's coming next. Yeah. It's so great. So much sense. Is it like still kind of, is it like chooky when you go back home? Like they want like those like 2010 hairstyles for weddings. Like that's the vibe. I'm sadly, I'm still seeing some waterfall braids and... (laughs) We're working on it, but it's it's great. I honestly, at the end of the day, whatever they want, I want them to feel beautiful. And if they think, yeah. even if it's not my style, if they think it's beautiful, I'm excited to do it because it's cool to see them when they're like, there's so many girls that are like, I have never had a braid in my hair. And I'm like, Aww. braids aren't necessarily my style or my niche anymore. But seeing these girls get excited because they can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's why I do it. It doesn't even, I mean, like, the trends are just different everywhere, but I definitely am not big on the braids as much anymore, mm-hmm. but they're fun to do. I yeah, feel like braids definitely. at the beginning were kind of your thing, though. They were. That was what I was known for. I was like the boho hair queen, and now I'm just, less is more for me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Love feel that. like boho used to be such a trend, and like, even when I went to try on wedding dresses, like they still had a rack of boho dresses and like the wedding dress stylist was like, yeah, like boho still not like isn't trendy, but like so many people so popular. still request it and still go for that style. And so I, it makes me think like, I wonder if you're like not in California that boho is like so desirable yes, because they is. don't have that where, you know, they are, so they want It that. takes a long time. Yeah. So basically it's like the game of telephone. It just takes a long time for it to travel all the mm-hmm. way over there. I don't know what it is. Like the trends just start in the big cities like New York, California and all of that. So it just takes longer to reach them. So they don't get to enjoy it when we're enjoying it. Just because they don't have as much access in like smaller towns and away from the bigger cities. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to see the trends evolve. And I'm sure just like right now, like the 90s styles are making a comeback. Boho is, I still love it and it's still beautiful and fun to do. But give it 10 years and boho is going to be the talk of the whole oh, entire totally. world again. And it's it's all a cycle forever. Yeah. I feel like that's how fashion is too. And like trends. Yes. Like same thing. Like it's like these things keep coming back which is why I talk about it's like so hard for me to get rid of things in my closet because I just feel like I know it's it's always gonna come back <laughs> so then it's like I'm always yes. gonna have stuff it's always the it what cycles. if just like the Canon G7X literally, literally. we bought that camera Ugh. for $500 it's now 800 question marks so yeah. I had that camera years ago and I sold it and I'm like dang it 
I had that yes. like six years ago. Yes. <laughs> and now I don't have it. I bought it that long ago too. And like it kind of just been sitting in my drawer. Literally. And then same. obviously yeah. the whole like flash, you know, digital camera photos are coming back it. right now. And I'm like, great, just let me dust that off and pull it out. <laughs> like, good thing, you know, I Bring kept it, it for so now. long. But I love it. Dang. So then, okay, so what part of your story would you say that, like, you would also call yourself an influencer? Or how did that come about, basically? So you're bridal hairstylist, you're styling hair. When did influencer come into the picture, too? And, like, how did that happen? Or, like, what's the story behind that? Um, so growing up, I came, I came from a really different background and when, I don't know, I just have this mindset that it's always been my mission to spread awareness on whatever I'm going through in life and talking about it and being transparent. So I actually started up blogging before I started anything. And I specifically blogged about mental health because I've struggled with depression and, just all of that for so long. So once I finally become of age to tell my story, I always had this dream that I would write a book about my life because I remember it in such a vivid way. Mm-hmm. And it's traumatic. So I was like, well, blogging is my great like outlet. And it felt so good. And then I'd meet these girls that were just fascinated. And I was like, I wasn't doing it for me anymore. They became like my reason to like keep going and keep like proving the world wrong. Because I remember in school they were like they talk about the statistics. It was like that D.A.R.E. program. Oh they talk about the yeah. statistics of kids of, my mom was a drug addict until I was 10. My dad was had his problems and I was in the foster system. So I grew up with like a lot of trauma. I saw a lot of stuff that kids shouldn't see. And for some reason I remember it and can process it differently. So I started up blogging to share that and normalize everything and then I, slowly over many many years started to get better and have a different outlook on life and could talk about it a little bit less and then I got into stuff that I was learning that I loved and finding my passions with beauty and fashion and that's how I got into the blogger community and then the whole influencing and content stuff and then hair took over my life and I'm just putting my little dabbles of fashion and beauty in there and just sticking to hair as my primary. So I just consider myself a little bit of both. And yeah, I combine them both, both passions. Love that. I didn't know that you were blogging about mental health before. Yeah, long time ago. That is all I've talked about was mental health. And now I feel like it's still important to talk about, but yeah. hair has consumed so much mm-hmm. and people don't know me from that chapter anymore as much. So I still try to talk about it regularly, but that's what started all of this. And hair was the reason that I feel healthy mm-hmm. and have my purpose. So I've just been going with that. Oh, I love that. That's such a yeah. beautiful story. Thank you. I know. I remember the blogging days like way back. Yeah. That's how we met each other. And it's just so crazy. So I'm like, funny. we were little babies. I know. That was like 2018? Yeah. Wait, 2018. did you guys meet each other from Instagram? Yeah. I DM'd that, her. It was that, and then that event that we were talking about. What mm-hmm. was that again? Cave, cave Partners. Danielle, do you remember that? Wait, it was, what was it? Which one? It's called Cave. And they were like an influencer event planner company before Lemon Life. 
Do you remember? I don't, remember. Oh I don't know if I went to one. I don't know if you did either, but that was kind of like before, which is so crazy. Just like so far back in the San Diego days. So I remember there were like really early on events. Like I remember there was one, like one of the first ones I heard of was like at a boutique or like at some store. I wonder if that was that the one you guys were talking about or no? No, no. Like it was a rooftop. Yeah. Okay, interesting. It's just wow. so fun. But I met Alyssa because when I was starting, I was like, well, I'm tired of practicing on this mannequin. Yeah. I need like a real head. Okay, so yeah, I was I like, I've seen her. She seems nice. So I just DM'd her and I was like, I'll pay you in shampoo and coffee. And she's like, oh my gosh, are you serious? I love having my hair played with. And <laughs> Alyssa, this gem came over and she was building her influencer platform and becoming who she is today. And we both were at the bottom. Literally. I could not do hair. I was getting her hair knotted, watching YouTube videos I'm and just great. trying to like figure these things out and she's on her computer like trying to like build her platform and i'm like back here nodding her hair up and i'm like this angel is just letting me figure I this out love that. for like every day hours on end and i had no money i was practicing so i just paired coffee and shampoo and she would just be so patient with me and Aww. then she watched my dog and I when i would take 15 hour wedding days yeah she would come over and just watch my dog and I still play with her hair every day, and it's the best. <laughs> that is so, so cute, honestly. It's so crazy. But, it, yeah, it's, like, crazy how Instagram or just this industry, like, brings yes. people together that, like, mm -hmm. you might have never met if it weren't for it. And I feel like that's one of my favorite parts of the platform as a whole, and I've said that before, like, just meeting people through it is because, like, when I moved to San Diego, I didn't really have any friends. I was working in retail, so I, like, had the retail team. But, like, in retail, you don't have holiday parties or anything, so it was very just, like, kind of, like, cut and dry, just, like, you show up, you do your job, you go mm -hmm. home, and, like, mm -hmm. that was all there was to it. And then during the holidays, it's, like, that's the busy, crazy time, so it's not like you have time to like do things with other people so it's like without yeah. instagram i have no idea if i literally would have any friends so i would have no <laughs> friends i have nobody in california and yeah i feel like now many years it took me a long time it's mm -hmm. it's really hard to make friends as an adult but yes all so of my hard. best friends are from instagram because you don't meet people at the grocery store no, like literally saying yeah. <laughs> so. yeah all of my best friends are from instagram so, well, it's nice crazy. because it's like you meet people with actual common interests. So it's yeah. like right off the bat, you have stuff. And to it's talk kind about. of like you get an insight on their life and what they enjoy yeah. just by looking at their page. So yeah, yeah, it's you're so not cool. like I in a classroom it. like forced to be friends with people that you just have to. Spend and you have to be like, what with. do you like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, well, well, do you like this? And they're like, no. Like it's, yeah. you just know when you're similar vibes yeah. yeah 100% um so how did you grow your business like did you take a business course or like how did you know what oh. to do to like make your bridal hairstyling a legitimate business to where you obviously support yourself and thrive today I get this question a lot and it's not cut and dry I wish it were simple I wish it were just like an overnight thing and I remember I feel like Literally yesterday, I was the baby stylist listening to people telling me it's not overnight. It's not overnight. You have to do the work. You have to wait. And then nine years went by in the blink of an eye. But genuinely, it was the consistency and never stopping. And I don't know why. 
I'm a workaholic and I think it's just because I'm so obsessed with it. I wake up every day and I crave it. It doesn't make me tired. It, like I can stand on my feet and do it all day and talk to these girls all day. And I'm like, at the end of my 15 hour, 12 hour, even just a couple girls, I'm like, I want to do it again. And I'm like, can I do it again? Can I do it again tomorrow? And I never get tired of it. So I just kept going every single day. And if something stopped working or I got bored, I would switch it up because at the end of the day, it's all about experimenting. There's no manual, there's no handbook. So I would try different techniques and just relating to the clients and seeing what worked best from the business aspect, from the styling aspect. And then social media, of course, it's the same thing. You just keep practicing and trying every single day. And I guess that's what happens after nine years of just doing it every day and seeing what works. There's really no no manual for it. Yeah. And I feel like when we all kind of started, I was going to say funny how like crossing industries, it's like the same thing. And like how we started, there was like, there's no manual, like there's no how to, like you just have to like work through it and figure out and stay consistent and do it. And it's such a niche. And in beauty school, they teach you, oh, you're not going to be a successful hairstylist unless you own a salon. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of overhead and that's a lot of work Mm -hmm. for very little money. And I've been managers of salons and I'm like, you got a $2 raise compared to the other girls and you're doing so much more work. Is it really worth the extra? Probably not. So like the bridal industry, you don't have to do all of that. So it's just so much different in the way that they like teach you in school. You have to booth rent to be successful. And I'm like, no, you actually don't. You can be successful in any niche. You can get as specific as you want. You just have to do it. I just like feel like that's why it's so crazy that college was like you have to like get a degree and then you'll get like a corporate job and then you climb the corporate and now look and then like maybe you'll make it up and then maybe and now today we're in the most our country is in the most debt that it has ever been in and these people are going to school and then they're like well I don't want to do that literally um, literally (laughs) and we have student loans like thousands of dollars and then I know for what like I feel like trades trade schools need to be pushed where do people find trade schools like i didn't even know that was a thing i wish i could tell you is it like can you just google it i would just google just google literally everything i know is from googling did you find your retirement google oh wait i found my school at the the college fair right honestly yeah i was just a little 15 i'm just like trying to think back to my college like career affairs or like anything and like there was nothing no nobody talked about it they love to like look down on trade schools but i swear to god Mm -hmm. those are the people who like become those are the people that run our world yeah it's really the people that if you feel like college isn't for you like you're like nothing's really making me that excited what do you like to do like are you a hands-on person and then kind of just dive into google trades different things in trades and see like what makes you kind of think oh that might be fun and just try it you won't know until you try and you can try a trade any day without going to the school you can just kind of dabble watch videos and see if maybe it piques your interest yeah now Mm. i feel like nowadays there's so many more resources than there were before like you said going on youtube googling something like there's so much information out there to educate yourself if you are into something that maybe isn't the college path i feel like me and andrew talk about we're not going to force our kids to go to college like if they want to go great and if they're going to have a career Mm. that like needs to you know go to school you know like 
doctor lawyer things like that like if that's what they want amazing but like if they want to do something else like we're not going to force college on them because at this point like I mean I got my degree in marketing which is kind of relevant but influencing wasn't a thing so we didn't have any like social media or influencer courses at the time so I'm just like okay like marketing sure but like what did I actually learn you know yeah yeah I get it even with beauty school I unfortunately having your cosmetology license in majority of states is required even if you're doing just styling if you're using any heat or chemicals it it is a risk and you're touching clients it's you need to at least learn the safety and sanitation um there's no at, at this point in time there's no license just for bridal styling just for styling in general um, there are multiple licenses and permits and I get DMs all the time of people asking and they're trying to find a way of not doing the whole program, but legally in most states, due to the state board of cosmetology, they require the license. So I wish there was like a smaller course that people could take to get the certification without having to go through a whole How long program. Is it? But also every state's different. So if anyone is curious, you just go to your state board of cosmetology. You just type in California State Board of Barbering and Cosmetology. Um, and you'll, I know it's so annoying and so overwhelming. It's the government. But go through all of the documents on there, see what they require. All of the laws that you need to follow are on there. Every state has it, just like the medical industry. Every state has their board. Um, so you just Google it, check it out on there. The it has to say .gov. That's the only official site. Um, state of Washington was 1,640. State of California, I want to say, just lowered it to maybe 1,600 hours. So it took me going part-time a year and a half. Okay. Wait, so you have to do, like, these certain hours, so you have to work under someone else? Or, like, how yes, do you get so you your you have hours? to have these... So you go to beauty school and you have these hands-on hours and then you also have, oh, my brain is blanking on what they would call it, theory. You'd go do theory, which is like your book. You'd go and read your book and do your chapters. So you have to do a certain amount of theory hours and then a certain amount of actual hands-on hours where you actually service if you're not servicing real people, oh you're doing it on your mannequin. I just had this childhood memory unlocked where we, <laughs> me, my mom, and my sister would go to a, I think it was just like a beauty school or like a hair school, and like they would cut your hair or you would get your hair done mm-hmm. by them, and it's cheaper because yep. they're students. Um, that and would they be me. Practice. So like my mom would always get her hair colored there, and I would always get my hair just like cut or trimmed there, and. It's cheaper, yeah, and wow. we're very grateful for those that do come in and let us practice on them. Because not a lot of people trust us. Obviously, we're not we're not good by any means. Like I will admit <laughs> that. But we're practicing, and we're very grateful for like anyone that trusts any student to practice on them. It's really great, and yeah. yeah. So you, if you ever need a lower price service or want to let someone practice on you, go to a beauty school. They offer discounted services, and they're really cheap, and you're giving someone like the best start of their career to practice. Cute. So crazy. Okay. <laughs> and then do you have any business tips that you want to share or feel that sets you apart or maybe contributed to your success like anything you've learned along the way that's maybe stood out to you or like I don't know I feel like you're such like a business savvy person and there's not a lot of people out there I'm so curious I'm a Sagittarius okay (laughs) 
I was literally going to say, like, you're giving Capricorn maybe Sag. <laughs> Love that. Okay. So close. I honestly, I feel like I'm really type A. I feel like a lot of it has to do with my background and my trauma and kind of that fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm determined to make a statement with my life, but part of it is just not half-assing it. I feel like a lot of vendors, they half-ass it because they, they can. They don't have to do too much, and that's that's okay. That is the perk of being self-employed, but it's a luxury industry, and I feel like even if your technique and your work is there, there's so much more that goes into it with the experience. It's You need to be personable and relatable to your clients and not just do it for the cash grab because you. I feel like the luxury industry, they make decent money, and they just provide like the bare minimum. Whereas with me, I create a whole experience from the second they send me an email or a DM, I want to be their hype woman and walk them through it and hold their hand because they don't get married all the time. It's probably their first time getting married and it's overwhelming and stressful. So I make it as to the point, but enjoyable and on top of it as I can from the back end to the whole day of experience. And I feel like that might be what sets me apart. Love that, honestly. No, I feel like that's a good, like a really good tip or thing to share. It's like nowadays, like, you know, when we started, there weren't a ton, you know, influencers or bridal hairstylists or anything. But now as the industries grow, there's so much more of us. So it's like, how Mm -hmm. do you set yourself apart? And we talk about this too, like when you work with brands and everything, like be the influencer, the person who's easy to work with, like make sure you respond to emails Mm -hmm. in a certain Mm -hmm. amount of time. Like make sure you send your insights after a campaign finishes because the brand's going to ask for it anyway. Like like you said, like curate that experience from start to finish and like make it very mm-hmm. enjoyable and it'll kind of be the person you would hire. Exactly. If you wouldn't hire you, that's <laughs> honestly, that's, that's so good. Right. I always, is. even this week for services, I was in the hospital and for services that I already did, I still refunded them because at the end of the day they did the services, but I couldn't be there on their wedding day. I guarantee you no other vendor would have done that. None. But I'm like, it does make sense because they didn't do the trial for no point. And then during COVID, I was the one vendor that they were praising. And I only required a $100 deposit at that time. But nobody would help. And I just always had faith that it would come back. But I mean, at the end of the day, you have to be compassionate and Mm -hmm. like remember that they're humans and they're stressed out brides. And just give them a good experience. It's not just about the glam, but it's about remembering that this is the best time of their life and they're starting the chapter that they have always dreamt of. So I always want it to be a great experience. I feel like that's just such a unique mindset. Like I feel like not very many people have that. So I think you're right. Like that, like definitely sets you apart. And then when they have a really good experience, they refer you and recommend you to all their Mm -hmm. friends, you know, or when you're styling a bridesmaid or whatever, they, you know, see how professional you are and like how you're, energy is People on talk. the day like you 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 can't be stressed out because everyone else is stressed out so it's kind of like you have to like be mm-hmm. calm and you, you know. have to be contagious i do this yeah. thing 10 minutes before 10 minutes before no matter how i am feeling literally there have been days where i have thrown up on the side of the freeway onto a wedding with the stomach flu i don't care how you feel drink a little water take a deep breath and turn on 
I have it called, it's called The Hype List. It's 10 songs where I spend 10 minutes, I find the song that fits me for that moment, and I just freaking blare it because no matter what's happening, I'm going into this day with this adrenaline because this girl's getting married and we need to bring the energy, wake these girls up and make it so fun. And I just blast this music and I come in no matter what's happening outside and I make it fun and exciting. So if anyone ever has low energy, start a hype list and make yourself, no matter how uncomfortable or awkward it is, be that weird person in traffic with a and dancing. It's literally That's me Danielle every day. It's literally me every si- second of the day. Yeah. You see me at a stoplight with Lizzo on or literally Britney Spears. So old yes. Good oh my lift. gosh. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. So I feel like just That's bringing that energy and being contagious twenty four seven. I know it's hard. It's draining, but it's our job. So yeah such love that that. yeah so many good tips okay Mm. i feel like we can start kind of diving into just some more like q a kind of just questions like love your story love how you got started and where you're at i think it's so inspiring especially Mm -hmm. for our listeners to kind of see that journey like you don't have to come from this glamorous place to start this like you can literally Mm -hmm. come from nothing figure it out like you said earlier you're like I had to make this work it's kind of that mindset of like there's no plan b like this is plan a there's no option this has to work like there's no option for it not to work so I it's like how bad do you want it Mm -hmm. do you want it or do you not want it because if you don't want it you don't have to have it exactly so it is that mindset my queen Fletcher she's an artist like I remember in her caption one day like she was talking about how she like got to where she is now and she was like I've always said, fuck your plan B. Like, it's only plan yeah. A. And I'm like, Yeah, true. it's this or nothing. Yeah. I don't want it if it's And we talk this. about that with influencing. <laughs> like, if you want it that badly, you can make it happen. There's so many opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. There's, the, as the industry grows, like, there's just room for more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply more so it's like if you want this you can have it you just have to be willing to put in the work and if you don't want it you'll make an excuse Mm -hmm. exactly and that's okay it's not gonna happen overnight like you said nine years like me and danielle have been Mm -hmm. at this for like five is five ish plus years now so it's Mm -hmm. like that's it's constantly like not giving up it's showing forever up changing and like, evolving yeah which honestly mm-hmm. makes it fun it's not boring it's yeah. not the same thing exactly it's a it's good still, healthy challenge still takes hard work but mm-hmm. okay um just some questions for you can you give the girlies listening some advice maybe just hair tips general hair tips like what are your kind of rules when you style your own hair? Just like I help literally the just out posted yes. yesterday. Oh I was like, gosh, this is my so much. hair growth era journey. My hair is freaking dead. Maybe some give some advice to the blondies <laughs> who ruin their hair. It came <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, man. There are so many things. First of all, I don't think the girlies know this. You can actually add too much protein to your hair. So if you're using a hair mask, you go home and like they say a hair mask is to repair. If you're doing that every day, you're actually putting way too much protein into your body. Um, So you only want to mask your hair maybe twice a month or 
just leave it to your hairstylist. Let her do it when you get your color done. Don't overdo it. Just like your skin, you can overdo it and overwork it. So hair and skin are the same. Um, I'm just going to bop from tip to tip to yes. tip because there are so many like quick ones. And I don't want you guys to miss out. Dry shampoo. Just like deodorant. Do you put your deodorant on when you're sweating? Probably not. You put it on before. Mm, so you should put that. your dry yes. shampoo on on your clean hair so it can absorb the oils before they get there. Um, let's see. What else? Wait, do Wash you your hair when you... Oh, what? I was just going <laughs> to say, do you take any supplements? Like, super cute. I don't personally... Um, I do believe that your hair growth starts from the inside out. It's not topical. Yeah. You can't you can't magically do anything. It's really about what you put in your body. I don't at this time. I really should because okay. since since being in my twenties, I have learned that hair loss is the first thing to go when you are stressed. And I'm mm. I'm currently on a hair growth journey, but I've been a little bit more silent about it, which is weird because I'm a hairstylist. But Your ever since I got to like you have to guys, figure it out first. And then you. When yeah. you figure it out, then you share it. Exactly. Because then it's like... I don't want to give false advertising. Yeah. I want to wait and see, but also everybody's body is so different. So mm-hmm. it's truly... All of my advice is do what works for you. I, I tell everyone, I'm like, it doesn't matter what the internet is saying. It doesn't matter what people are saying. If you think it makes your hair feel good and you feel good, do it. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm playing with that rosemary hair oil everyone's talking about. I'm really Wait, what is it? Do it. It's on Amazon. I have it linked in my storefront as long as, or oh, as well okay. as a ton of other stuff. I think it's like $12. Just on a dirty hair day when you're staying home, just give yourself a little scalp massage. You can actually make it from scratch and it's so much better to make like a good hair oil from scratch i'm sure tiktok has a million things but just stimulate your scalp with your finger every so often because when do we do that never and there's so much stress in there so just bring a little blood flow to it and doing a little head massage on yourself with the oil and then just put it in a braid or put it back and then wash it later that night let it soak in and really absorb it and see how it feels i like it so far um i feel like also just the hair growth journey's just been managing my mental health and what I put in my body and getting regular trims, but it's everybody's journey is different with their hair and it's rough, but we're all on our own journey with it. So yeah. Okay. Can I ask you about like myths that I've heard and tell me? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. Okay. Remember that like this went so viral and then it just Uh, like disappeared. The rice water thing. Is that like a real thing? (laughs) I've never tried it. That but, went so viral, and then just like everyone forgot. Yeah, and then it was I can gone. see why it would, because it would add like a, a coating to your hair, because that water you you can see that it's like thicker and it has yeah. that like color to it. I don't know the science behind it. I probably should have okay. researched it. Um, but I feel like it would add a good healthy coating to your hair, where it might be protecting it and could promote growth. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, like yeah. If you do get split ends, those split ends are going to split right up. So if it's adding that coating, maybe it's helping. That makes sense. The split ends. And then have you seen how people like wash their hair? Like they like put their hair upside down and that's like how they wash it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I I know what you're talking about. I don't I know. For, I don't know what the si- like the science is behind that. Like I feel like whenever it's supposed I to be better for you. Yeah. Don't I feel like know. okay. 
not sure. I sometimes will do that in the shower, like flip my head over and do it upside down. But the only reason I do that is that so I can scrub my scalp. And when your hair is like off your scalp, then you can actually like get it. Because my hair is so long, it's like hard to like reach my scalp unless I flip it over and then I can like get to it way easier. But I feel like another thing people have been doing with styling the like upside down water thing, I think it like says does something with curls or like natural curls or like that yeah style like plopping plopping like when you go like that yeah Yeah. it's it's more like scrunching is what I grew up calling it but they call it like plopping or the curly girl technique or something like that um it definitely helps out the volume and preserve the weight of the hair I do feel like washing upside down for people like Alyssa when you have that thick hair it's really hard to get to that middle part yeah um so I feel like it wash your hair however helps the best but yeah, it's all personal preference. I don't know if there's any science behind it and if it does anything magical, but why not try? Yeah. Also, have you heard of like people like they cut their hair on the full moon? Okay, I've never heard. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's a spiritual what? girly thingy. Reading. It probably is a spiritual girly thingy, but like I like it. Why not have a I hear a like fresh because the, the full moon, I okay, I, this might I might be getting this super wrong, but like also like I think, like, farmers also, like, use the full moon. Like, that's when, like, your crops grow and, like, things, like, grow, like, really abundantly in the full moon. So I think that's, like, the science behind it. But my mom's mom used to do that to her sisters. And apparently their hair grew so fast. And I need to keep remembering that. So do you, like, book your (laughs) haircut, like, on a full moon is what you're saying? Or you just do it yourself. Like You just, like, cut one little piece. You're like, like, like you, like, give yourself a trim. But, like, I don't trust myself. (laughs) So, like, I can't, like, do that. So I need to, like... Like, learn well call me i will help you okay yeah like, to have like hey girl, a fresh moon. trim for the fresh moon you're like it's a we'll new have moon, a full moon ceremony ends. and then we'll do like the trimming we'll do the, the, the hair trimming <laughs> i haven't heard of that but i'm sure there is like some significant like spiritual practices behind it i mean every culture and race has yeah. different beliefs um and i'm sure there is truth behind every single one of them but all of these date back to when we were ancient, guaranteed. <laughs> and these are from our ancestors. So I don't know. I don't know anything on those, but so I'm sure theories. people do them. Those are the only ones <laughs> that come to mind. There are a lot. So um, I know oh, yeah. dirty hair. The dirty hair theory drives me crazy. Wait, Absolutely which crazy one is this? Dirty hair does not style better than clean hair. The only reason dirty hair oh, does. Oh, You know, like when they say don't wash your hair before your hair appointment so it lasts longer that is false we don't want to be touching your hair if it's okay i have heard that from hair girlies and i literally Mm -hmm. used to think what you just said and then i heard someone Mm -hmm. say and i was like wait that is really gross so now i always so if you think about it you're having this dirty hair with all this natural oil and buildup and sure if you're at home styling it without products it's fine you're by yourself but when you come to a professional you have all this stuff on it already Mm. also if you put anything on it it's going to affect what we're using because it's just the chemicals react so differently so if you come in with all this buildup already and we're putting more buildup with product on it it's just gonna look bad and weigh it down and it does nobody any favors it our tools really don't like it because if you come in with buildup we have to literally scrape it off of our curling irons so we love and appreciate clean hair and your hair will look and feel and last so much better if you come with a clean canvas so we can feel your natural hair texture and use the correct products. 
Honestly, yeah, I'll admit it. I'm one of those sense. people who thought that dirty hair styles better. I never go to your house with dirty hair, but like in general, <laughs> when I do my own hair, <laughs> just yeah, when um, you do your own hair, it's totally fine, especially if you're not using a lot of products because that natural oil will help. Yeah, just kind of hold it mm-hmm. in there, but. When you are going to someone that is kind of layering stuff on there, especially for a special occasion, you just want a clean canvas. Okay. Yeah, I did yeah. see it. I like that's a good, this, good advice. Yeah, this like changed my whole view of it. Like, especially with blondes when you're bleaching it. And then if you come in yeah. to, to a salon and you have like so much product, like different like chemicals mm-hmm. in your hair, like this one girl, her entire like all of her hair got burnt off when she was bleaching it because like I think the chemicals reacted weird with like she yep. could have had like oils or like some sort of like different products These chemicals, that reacted. Believe it or not, even the medications that you take, if you don't tell your hairstyle that you're on a medication and you go in and you get highlights and you haven't done something on this medication, everything reacts differently. Your hair can turn different colors and your hairstyles will freak out and she will know that you are lying because you're on a medication. If you're a smoker and you don't tell your hairstylist, like a significant cigarette smoker, she will see it in your hair color. Um, it's wow. mind-blowing. Hair tells everything. And if you come into your highlight appointment with all this buildup, it's just going to be harder to lift through your hair. And it's going to be harder for your hairstylist to get through to clean sections. So you're really just screwing yourself over. You're making it harder for the hairstylist. So I always come in with clean, straight so hair ladies, so she can see what hair. she's doing. Wash your hair, clean your hairbrushes, clean your curling irons. Wait, okay, how do you clean your hairbrush? Because I was actually thinking about that the other day. I looked at it, and there's definitely buildup on it, but I'm like, I don't know Mm -hmm. what to do about this. Well, you can bring yours to me, but (laughs) I always just like to, I mean, obviously, like, get all the hair out if you can't. Use, like, a wide-tooth comb, and, like, just, you can go ham on that hairbrush. It's not going to... If it breaks, it's probably $10 buy a new one, but it, it won't break. You can use a wide tooth comb and really brush all of that stuff out and then soak it in something at home. I love Dawn dish soap. If it's just your hairbrush for yourself, just use a little Dawn dish soap, maybe some baking soda, um, and it'll really like get all that out there. I, for clients, I use Barbicide and professional cleaners, but um, at home, if it's just you, just do a little Dawn dish soap. It gets some germs out and we need to be replacing our hairbrushes regularly anyways it's an eight dollar hairbrush just buy yourself a new one romanticize Mm -hmm. your hairbrush literally that way you get excited to brush your hair because it's also really important to stimulate your scalp so yeah good to know amazing okay was that all of your hair's hair tip list your tips yeah that's everything (coughs) amazing okay yeah i'm gonna like start on that today Okay, what about, like, <laughs> your favorite, favorite products? Like, what are your holy grails? Oh, yeah, like, like do you I, lean I'm sure you have like, so brands, many, but... Or do you lean I have towards, so many. Like, is it by it's brand funny or by, like, product? I... A little bit of both. I have, like, four brands that I love a lot. Actually, maybe... I have so many brands that I love for okay, different reasons. share them all, because we, we need all the okay. help we can get. Well... I'm really passionate about the less is more. So same with product. Like too much hairspray is too bad for your hair. Like mm-hmm. it's just going to create weight and friction. Um, authentic beauty concept. I used to work with them. I don't anymore, but I'm still obsessed. And Wait, that's that how brand? much I love them. 
It is. It's a newer brand. Um, they're super clean beauty. The packaging, the mission behind the brand, they are, I swear, out to save the world with everything they're doing. And they stand by it and it shows. And just, I started using them. And at first I saw it on the shelf at the beauty supply store and I judged it because I was like, it's too aesthetic. I don't trust it. And I was like, it's too pretty. It's too simple. Like the packaging's perfect. And then finally I bought it and I was obsessed and I just used it organically and they reached out and we worked together and I have the best two years of my career working with them, but I still use them and their hairspray, both working hairspray and stronghold hairspray are comparable to each other. They're both amazing. They both have heat protection, so you can skip the heat protector because it's two in one. Mm. Um, they don't make your hair crunchy. I love to use them because they're great for any event for influencers. If you're going from event to event, you need to like start out lightweight and want to build it up that's perfect you can brush through it it's truly my ride or die hairspray um i love that i feel like i got you gave me like my first bottle of that and (laughs) i'm like obsessed and it smells good too yes i get so many girls that like even on wedding days they're just they feel like the scent is just such a good significant name again Authentic beauty concept. I'm literally going to start taking notes right now. (laughs) Yeah, so this is the first brand I'll mention. Their hairspray is amazing. Glow Touch is a good finishing hairspray. You can prep with it too. Glow Touch is basically a shine spray. This is going to make your hair so soft and shiny. It's perfect for the soft waves. All of their products have heat protection. Every single styler has heat protection. So you can use any of these and you'll have heat protection. Um, solid pomade. This product I will say is a little more advanced. It's either for the guys. It's a great for doing men's hair. It like adds a little shine and gets their hair tamed, but I like to use this for my flyaways. You just take the tiniest. And when I say tiniest, I don't even mean a dime size. I mean like a tiny little dab on your finger and just rub it between your fingers. And then you can just brush down the top of your hair and your part and brush down those flyaways and seal it off with a mist of hairspray and your flyaways are gone. I love that. I I use that for my flyaways. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, they have my favorite shampoo and conditioner. It's called Glow Shampoo and Conditioner. Um, Actually, I think they call their shampoos cleanser. So don't be confused. It'll say Glow Cleanser because it's cleansing your scalp. Um, That's my favorite. It smells like candy. It reminds me of similar art influences for the week, like that pink sugar scent. It's just the packaging's light pink. And it smells like candy. And it just makes me so happy. And it doesn't dry my hair out. It says it's for color protection. But it works on everybody's hair, from my opinion. Um, If you don't like it, it's also personal preference. They have hydrating and replenish. They have a ton of different really healthy cleansers and masks and conditioners. So I love everything. But their shampoo and conditioner is so good. Um, another brand that I love, if you're looking for something a little bit more budget friendly, a little more low cost, Tresemme was my childhood product. And I'm like blessed that I get to work with them now because it feels like a full circle moment. But I truly, I get DMs all the time and they're like, are you just saying that? And I'm like, no, I swear. I still use it all the time. If I'm not using my authentic, I'm using my Tresemme. Um, they just came out with the fluid pro infusion fluid hairline and the mission behind it is just women need to let their hair down and let it flow and be healthy and it can still be safe and protected and just everything that Tresemme has as long as it says sulfate free and all of that they're cruelty free and 
it's just a really good brand, despite the fact that you can get it at a drugstore. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people judge brands, no matter how big or small they are. Trust me, it's a good brand. So support that if you're looking for something drugstore friendly. Um, another two that are more salon grade quality. This one is called Air, A-I-R. Oh my gosh, the you gave me a is, bottle of that. Their texture spray. Yeah, it's <sighs> so good. I could eat it. I literally, oh if I could have one thing, air texture, air texture spray. I love the brand. I love the packaging. Every product they have is great. You can't go wrong with. You can't go wrong with anything. Oh, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of any They're newer of these, too. actually. I love them. Air and authentic and trust me. Oh, I feel like I them. learned all lastly, these things from you. <laughs> I almost didn't say this one because everyone knows about them, and the more the brand grows, like. I don't know. I just, I feel like the products get a little bit heavier, but they're winning me back. They've always had my favorite anti-humidity spray and that's Amika. I love Amika. Only for the anti-humidity spray and their new dry shampoo. It's like the Perk Up Plus extended clean dry shampoo. It's like a hot pink bottle. Those are my two Amika products that I love. I've never tried it. I started out using them, but it just became too heavy for how I like. Like, I started to feel, like, the grittiness, I think. Wait, do you use the anti-humidity, like, in San Diego? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I use that on everybody just just because. Okay. Anti-humidity never hurts. There's forever going to be some kind of humidity in the air, so I just like yeah, to use it as a precaution because I don't know what's going to happen when I walk away from my clients. Okay. I might as well put a quick mist of anti-humidity on. So I love those. Um, and lastly, this isn't a product, but curling iron, my ride or die, Babyless Pro. It's the blue one, the blue and gray. I hate the color. I don't like blue. I wish it was aesthetic. Okay. The quality of this thing, it's made out of nano titanium. Um, it was originally made for like coarse hair. We were unfortunately but... supposed to have a New York Fashion Week collab with them. Here's some tea, guys. And oh, they're so hard to what work. happened I mean, it, with that? It didn't like, end up I going through. Mine. Oh, <sighs> they like they didn't send the product to New York, which we asked because we were gonna be yeah. there anyway. The products they went to our house. To so then we didn't. Annoying. We couldn't do the collab in time because it wouldn't get to us, and then it. I don't know. It just like never fell through, but. Do you like their straightener? Because we have it. Never used it. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I've never works. used it. I don't like the way the straightener looks. Like, I I have, like, really thin plates on my flat irons. Um, and just, like, the style of theirs doesn't look like the kind that I would like. So I've never even given it okay. a shot, honestly. Yep, I have yet to find a straightener that I'm obsessed with. I like the aesthetic of T3. Quality is just okay mm-hmm. to me. Um, and it also, I love the safety feature of it, auto powering, but for a bridal hairstylist, I feel like, like it turning off Babyless in the middle is not ideal. With a new straightener, you should look at it. I feel like it's. They oh, probably also, did. I heard. Have you guys heard about the new Dyson straightener? Like, yes. Are dying oh my gosh, I need it. to try it. I would love oh, yeah, to try it. That's but one of my questions. From a are you a Dyson girly? What are your thoughts on Dyson? Is okay. it overhyped? Is it worth it? Like, you're a hairstylist. Please tell us. You're not gonna believe me. I've never tried the air wrap. Wow. I have never tried the air wrap. Wait, have you tried like other versions? Okay, so I'm gonna bring mine. I'm gonna bring mine over and then you play with it and then I feel like you're gonna tell. Oh my gosh. And then you can air wrap my hair. (laughs) I just can't get myself to spend the money on it right now. Okay, you can use mine. Honestly, I've heard the hairstyle I hear I hear the hair girlies like have returned their 
air wraps to get the shark because it's pretty much the okay. same thing. I've heard from my hair girls, they love the shark more. I, I've heard that Sweetie. too. I have the oh shark gosh. and I love it. Yeah. I've never tried the dice. I had a collab with them before they blew up. And like I loved mm-hmm. it. Is it the same company as like the vacuum company? Because I yes. was vacuuming the other yeah. day. Okay. And my vacuum says Shark, and then I was like, "Huh, I wonder if it's the same company because Dyson has Dyson, vacuums and yeah. they turned it into hair too." So I was like, "I wonder Literally. if this is the same." Because I love my Shark vacuum. So I've heard the best things about Shark. I, I do that. have a Dyson vacuum, which I love. I love my Dyson vacuum. I haven't had it for very long. Like it's only a couple months old, so I'll let you know how long it lasts. I do have the Dyson blow dryer. So when the air wrap was blowing up, I was like, realistically, I can curl my hair in two seconds. I don't need that. Yeah. But I do need a good quality blow dryer. So I bought the Dyson blow dryer and I love it, but I will say it has this weird thing that it does. And I checked with a couple other girls and they said that theirs does this too, where it like almost is like shorting inside and like it doesn't turn on right away so like you'll turn it on and it'll take like a second and when i'm plugging it into the wall both the vacuum charger and the blow dryer i can hear like a buzzing from the box of the dyson like or outlet thing so i i don't know for sure but I like my vacuum and my blow dryer for now, okay. but I've heard that Shark is much more worth your money yeah. and quality. I've heard better things about Shark. I I do need to be better and invest and just buy it and try um, it. They sell it at Costco, literally. Really? Yeah. Well, that's where I got my vacuum, and Costco has the best return policy. So if it no. breaks, no uh, questions yeah, exactly. asked, you take it back. So that's how I got my Dyson vacuum because I had a robot vacuum earlier mm. and just took it back and I was like, okay, let me try yeah. the Dyson. So interesting. But. Yeah, I would suggest buying it at Costco in case it breaks. I really want to try the straightener because it it's supposed to be healthier. Or So I really want to try that. It's yeah. brand new technology. Wait, they Shark? just launched it two weeks no, ago. Dyson. Dyson. Oh, Dyson. So it's called the Air Straight. It mm-hmm. uses basically zero heat. It's I need all that, air. Honestly. And you just, it will make your hair as sleek and smooth as My brain as can is just like, how? <laughs> my thing is just like, it's just like plates. Everything with air. is $500 each. I know. I just Dang. can't get over it. I'm like, okay. I it's it's. Do you get a discount with no, like so hard to work beauty with. stuff? Like, cause you know how like everyone like the hairstylists have access to like beauty stores. Yeah, are they we sold have access, there? But no? They are not sold there. No, oh, it's okay. very very limited brands that okay. you can get your hands on. Dyson, unfortunately, is the one that you will have the hardest time ever working with or getting your hands on. Got it. It's impossible. Interesting. Okay, what about volume? Like, for girlies who have very straight, flat hair like me, oh my gosh. what are your volume Wait. tips? I miss this product. I'm actually so glad you asked. You Good. love this product. Um, for volume, I love the Design Me. It's literally called Design Me Puff Me Texturizing Powder. It's this cute little bottle. There's a pink one and a white one. this. It's just like a little magical fairy dust, and I am obsessed <laughs> okay, with this stuff. Danielle a little bit goes a long way. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Oh my gosh, fairy? it's so on brand for you too. It's the <laughs> best dust? product no ever. More. It adds literally. so much texture. So the way it works is it comes with a pump, and like I know Sexy Hair and other brands make their own, but you have to like tap it out. And if you put too much on your hair, it's not coming out. You will not be able to work your fingers through it. So I would suggest just practicing the first pump so you know how much comes out at once. Do it over a sink. Um, Don't do it on your hairline because it's white powder. It does not come out. 
Um, a little bit goes a long way, but basically you lift up the top section and you'll just pump onto your part just under there and then really massage it in and it will give you instant texture and volume in your hair. I use this on I feel everybody. like it's in your videos, I, right? Like when you do your yes. viral videos with the curls, like before you put the extension on, you like puff it, that thing. Yeah. It adds the best grit to hair. It's, okay, it's the best. For all the girlies listening, like maybe Jordan, we can have you create like a link like a little linked blog yeah. post yeah. or something with all the products Absolutely. that you're mentioning so then we can put it on our story and girls can just like shop what you're saying because the girls like me taking notes right now like we'll have her <laughs> give, yes give you can i have everything always linked on um styled by actually my instagram is at styled dot by jordan and jordan is with an a but everything and anything that I ever love I will put on Instagram okay. or on so. my Amazon but I will also send you girls links that way if you want to put it in the show notes you have it for easy access for oh, the listeners yeah. send okay us, yes like, yes yes okay cute love that hair um, shopping list perfect okay I'm gonna buy that immediately because I need it um just a few last questions um okay let's see I know we're like over an hour but this conversation's so fun so we'll just keep going until we're done with our questions okay do you have like hairstylist tea is there tea in the community is there we love the tea on our podcast like what are the vibes honestly the San Diego community we're really blessed we all got along really well I love that that makes my heart so happy you would think like the beauty industry in general is really catty it's like always been competitive i feel like it's similar for the influence community but i feel really lucky that something happened during covid and we all became so close and now we host like annual parties obviously not everyone gets along there are so many personalities so Mm -hmm. many opinions on people's work and how they run their business but at the end of the day if something happens to one of us, we don't have someone to take our brides and that's the biggest day of their life. So having a community and a support system Mm. and checking on each other, especially because our job is so draining and demanding, we need to have this community and check on each other and support each other's mental health and wedding work. So in San Diego, there's no tea. We love each other. We all get along really well. Yeah. And the East Coast, I've heard opposite. Like, girls will fly out here for classes with me, and they'll be like, wow, that's so crazy because it's not like that. It's it's a competition, and people think there's not enough clients, but everyone gets along great here. Oh, I love San Diego. This is why I never <laughs> I do, too. Leave. Like, people always I'm never ask, leaving. like, do you want to go to L.A.? And I'm just like, no. no immediately, no. no. Like, uh, no. we're a little too quick when we say no. Like, girls are like, oh, no. like, I'm like, sorry. No offense, like, sorry. <laughs> I feel like I have a family with the makeup girls down here and the hair girls. Like, love that. even though we do the same thing. Because well, you guys are together like along. 12 hours for yeah. a full day. Like, I feel like that really bonds a person if you don't already know it really them. It does. <laughs> it just feels like fun. We're like all besties. It's great. Oh, that's so I cute. Love that. Okay. And then are there any like absolute no's when it comes to styling hair? Like <laughs> what makes you cringe or what are you like, please don't do that or like absolutely not. Like what comes to mind for that? <laughs> Um, as mentioned earlier, no dirty hair, but more importantly, no Aquanet. Let's leave that in the 90s. No crunchy, stiff hairstyles. I am because, crying. I'm ugh. driving my mother-in-law's car right now. That is like, she has two things of I'm Aquanet screaming. in her car. And I'm I didn't screaming. know what that was. I literally was <laughs> oh like, Josh, what God. is this? <laughs> it's 
My mom literally still, I send my I'm mom so many good quality products. And when I go home, I'm like, if I see that Aquanet on the counter and she still swears, she's like, it's the only thing that holds me. And I'm like, it's because you like it crunchy. And I'm like, okay, oh, okay your generation, like if you insist, if, if they insist, they could have their crunchy hair. But I, I myself like hair to have movement and I will right. be leaving crunchy hair in the nineties. So that's going to stay oh there. God, that is so, so funny. Um, <laughs> And then the dirty hair. And then lastly, this is, this part's like a little sad, but being unrealistic, I get a lot of girls that come in and they bring in these, I don't even know where they're doing these intricate hairstyles, but bringing in these very intricate styles that are not done here that look like they take six plus hours Mm. as a bridesmaid. It's unrealistic. Um, You have to find inspo for your hair that looks like your hair. If you have long brown hair find long brown hair inspo because it's not going to look the same on the blonde and i know it's so hard to find inspo because everybody's hair is different but it's really important to be realistic when you're looking for any hairstyle or color that you're bringing to your hairstylist because at the end of the day is you're going to make it really hard on your stylist and you're going to disappoint yourself so just be realistic when you're looking for inspo and seeing what works for you and what you really like for yourself don't do your styles on anybody else like pick what you want okay that's such a good point good and that's like a good segue into the next question is like what should you look for when hiring a hairstylist whether that's for bridal or just anything in general because i feel like there there mm-hmm. are a lot of hairstylists out there so like and it's scary to like trust yes. someone with your hair oh my god worse here i know this ugh, this is another really sad thing imagine being a curly girl There are not enough girls out there with education on textured hair, especially in the bridal industry. Finding like any hairstylist that can do curly hair for a wedding, I get a lot of brides that they are terrified to let me touch their hair, even though I have experience. I don't have years and years of curly hair experience, but that was one thing I set out on a mission to focus on is trying to be a little more inclusive for all textures. And girls that just it's scary to find anyone to trust so first things first when looking for a hairstylist is you want to make sure that you like their work if you look at their page and you're like oh they do pretty hair don't just book them because i have had brides do that they panic booked me because they waited to last minute and they liked my work but at the end of the day what they were looking for is nothing i create it's not my style it's not my niche And just because someone's good at something doesn't mean they're good at what you want. It's really, really important to have that clear communication with yourself and the hairstylist and make sure that you actually like their style and their work. Um, Another thing is personality. You want to make sure that you guys are besties. This is setting the tone for your wedding morning. This is who you're spending maybe eight hours with on the biggest day of your life. Mm -hmm. This is who's in your face. You need to feel like you can go to them if you have something you need to talk about and you're stressed, or if you, you just need to be able to know that you can be honest with them. Um, and then lastly is trust. You just need to trust them. Love. Good, good point. Love, love, love. For okay. Sure. Is there anything else you want to share? Like anything that you just want the people to know? I know we talked um, about a lot, so I feel like we I covered know, I feel like a lot yeah. of things. So, so if you don't much. have anything else, like, so much. Um, I'll just toss in really quick for like, current stylists and or aspiring stylists all of my education everything you will ever need under the sun i have two digital courses 
Um, I'm updating them regularly just so you can all stay in the loop. But I have Bridal Biz 101. That's the exact roadmap to how I built my business. Um, It's literally everything from the business side. Everything you will need to know and how I did it. I documented everything I did. That's Bridal Biz 101. Um, The girls are great. I love all my students. And then there's also a style series where I teach all of my essential hairstyles that I use for the foundation of my business. Um, So if you ever need education, I always offer that. Is the style series only for hairstylists or like can girlies take the course? It is only for hairstylists. However, I do do offer one-on-one lessons. Yeah. If you girls ever want one-on-one lessons, just send me an email and I can like, whether it's FaceTime or if you're local in San Diego, I will teach you how to use your curling iron. I will teach you how to use your tools. We can work something out. I feel like for the girlies not in San Diego, that should be your next course. Just I like know. I was gonna I say, like just like Actually, an easy way to curl your hair because I feel like you like would, an because you're a hairstylist. Yeah. And we talk about this. You're the hairstylist. These things are so natural and easy to you. Like you don't even think about people wanting to learn that. But there are so many girlies out there who like could benefit and would love just like mm-hmm. different techniques on how to curl your hair or like how to get different types of curls. So I feel like no one really yeah. understands like when you do my hair no. and you're like yeah I just like bend my wrist a different way and like the curl comes out completely <laughs> different and I'm like what like no. yeah well stylists are at like a different elevation so it's always yeah. going to look a little bit different we're standing above That's, you yeah um I do have a YouTube though the tutorials are probably a little outdated I think I did like a how I curl my hair tutorial maybe a year oh ago gosh. but Love I'm that. always trying to keep you guys in on the loop on just the basics because I feel like every girl should know how to curl their hair it's really mm-hmm. empowering and so I try my best. If you look up Styled by Jordan on YouTube, you should hopefully be able to find that little curling tutorial. But Cute. I okay. definitely should do like a really in-depth of like general basic hairstyles for girlies to do at home on themselves. I love that idea. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. Okay. So love I feel that. like that's pretty much it. So where can everyone find you? What platforms are you on? I know you just mentioned a couple, but if you want to say them yeah. again, just... I feel like I'm everywhere. I primarily am on Instagram at styled, S-T-Y-L-E-D, period, um, by Jordan, and that's J-O-R-D-A-N. And then same on TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook. Oh, my gosh. You can probably find me anywhere. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Oh, wait. One last question for the girlies who stuck around. Okay. If you guys don't know Jordan, I feel like she blew up on TikTok. So last, last question, I swear. I could ask you questions all day. (laughs) What? Okay, you have like viral videos like all the time. Do you have any like tips or tricks on that? Or like how do you do it? Or like, I don't know. Like so many different types of your videos, like your day in the life where it's like a longer form video, like those do really well. And then like your hairstyling ones where you like, literally are like dropping down each curl and those ones are long those do like so well too so any viral tips for the girlies for content I feel like those go so viral because I'm really trying to bring the viewer to work with me I'm trying to bring them into the real life and like show them why I love what I do and like the beauty of it because to hairstylists they just kind of get into routine and they're like another day like unloading my bag and I'm like this is so fun I'm like make it look fun bring the viewer in with you and like show them the day in your life because everybody's days are so different and just because you live that day every day you do your routine doesn't mean somebody else is going to think it's boring to us it's a little boring because we're like oh this is my routine this is normal to me other people are fascinated you would be surprised 
Mm-hmm. People are fascinated. Just bring them into life with you. Well, thank you so much, Jordan, for joining us today. I feel like we learned so much. I hope our audience loved hearing from you as well, sharing all your tips because like we style hair for our events and like we do our own hair. So like anything truly helps. So thank you for sharing your knowledge and expertise with us. Thank you. And yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun and I hope you all learned a little something. We definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Me with my page of notes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.